It's only the Bleeding Knowles Bard Witchcraft podcast with me, Liam, and Mr. Chris. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, Mr. Chris. Right, so, someone wants to talk about foreplay today. Yes. Okay. you. No, not that type of foreplay, Chris. Not the sex type. We're talking about... Not microcosm foreplay, but macrocosm foreplay. So I primordial stuff, you know? What happens before the... Primordial juices. Yes, primordial juices. Obviously, there's this idea of there's going to be a rumble in the sheets and a very big bang, right? But before we get to that, okay... That's obviously the microcosm. In the microcosm, there's a rumble in the cheeks, a big bang, and then stuff happens, you know? Gets everywhere, right? What we're talking about is the stage before that. So if the big bang is the universe, what about the foreplay? What about before the universe? Because some would say that that's primordial. I'm thinking that's primordial, if I'm honest with you. Some yeah. would say primordial is the Big Bang, so the first of a bunch. The first so of everything. Underpinning energies, I suppose, the actual structure of the universe. Some would say that's primordial. I'm happy with both, but I would say that my first thought is before the universe, before the Big Bang, therefore foreplay. Yeah? Yeah. Right. So what are we going to talk about? On the first day there was... No, because that's 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 the during intercourse, Chris. <laughs> that's the during part. That's the creation process of the universe. We want to talk about before that. You know, the flicking of the nipples and that that bit. Oh, how graphic! <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> some people like their nipples played with before they create universes. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wowzer. I know this is well outside of the scope of most of the things we're really supposed to talk about on a normal podcast, but, you know, someone's asked for this, didn't they? They did, but I'm wondering if they... I'm still curious as to whether or not they see Primordial as the kind of intercoursey stuff, who's there and available at that time. (laughs) so you know titan times whereas actually i think from our point of view we would normally talk about pre-universe wouldn't we pre-titans pre-titans which is a subject we never touch no we're not talking teen titans either (laughs) no so okay so should we start with on the level of understanding the books tell you about which would be titan level that's the intercourse part in it that's as the universe is being created you know yeah that is the intercourse okay yeah obviously we'll talk about pre-intercourse pre-universe at a later stage but at the moment we're just talking about boom right and then the climax with the universe being created yeah yeah and then normally an overthrow, and then you push them off, you. Hence, what happens to Zeus? <laughs> you kind of like, ugh, get off your old hat now. I've had me way with you. I've been birthed. 
<laughs> well, that's really a lot further down the line. That's when, you know, kids grow up and they're yeah. like, okay, I'm, I'm old enough now. I know everything. Teenage years, you know, Zeus, teenage years. I know everything. Piss off. You don't know nothing. I'm taking control of my life and the rest of the world. Yeah, and then wasn't that story ripped off in the Bible? I think it was. There may have been some uh, lawsuits of a sort when it comes to the Bible, maybe. But you only need to be, I believe, 10% is what Will said in the other podcast, 10% different. Or has it got to be 10 Yeah, 10% different. So, you know, they can just change a couple of characters around and it's fine. But when one wants to work with the great titans, primordial, as in beginnings of, not pre-primordial, primordial, the lower primordials, let's call them the lower primordials, I'm sure they'd appreciate that. <laughs> the lower primordials are the biggest honchos in the, the universe, or I should say in creation, because they're there from the beginning and during. They are necessary for the yes. creation of things. They are the yeah. Big Bang. Yeah? Yeah. Right. So They are the things these... that are required for this little universe to maintain itself. So when we talk about killing off things, um, we talk about lesser and greater, don't we? Yes, that's it. Lesser and greater deities and beings. Because you have lower gods and then you have greater gods and then you have titan level is where we're going to display this now and yeah. titan level they're essential they're really essential they were there at the very beginning most powerful yes and then we have that's the intercourse part then we have the cum shot right we have the, we have the impregnation part which is the big bang and it is a bang as well if you're doing it right there should be a bang okay and that is when the greater gods come along. That's where a lot of structure comes from. So Zeus and his little pack of his family, greater gods, demigods and kind of below that, lower gods. Above that, titans. Because I think if we're going with the, like the Roman Greek, Greco-Roman, it would be titans are the first wave. And then you've got the great gods. So you've got the Zeus and Poseidon and Hades and that. And then underneath them, you've got their kids, basically. It's all like family tree. It gets very incestuous in parts, I think. But, you know, as do most families, I think, if you go really far back. So you've got a paranitwet. They've graduated from worshipping Akate and uh, all of these beings that they can find in a book of mythology. And they're thinking, well, actually, I'm not feeling fulfilled. I've tried lighting my candle and making my altar to a couple of these lower level gods. I've tried the big famous ones, Zeus and Hera and all of that, and they ain't answering. So uh, the only step that I can take is to go above them, go a bit further up, because surely at that level someone's bang to answer i mean at that level when you're talking titan level they should at least be able to do more than make a candle flicker because that's all i got when i contacted zeus i got a flickering candle you know one of those cheap ones from bargains and more that don't burn properly and that seep everywhere 
Okay. Yes. So how do the nitwit, a grimoire dictate, pleb, go about summoning a great titan? And do you recommend one? What would be the easiest to conjure? Oh, easiest to conjure would be the one that you don't like to talk about. Because she's always around. I don't know which one you're talking about. Which one don't I like to talk about? The the one that you would prefer to call Terror. Oh, that one. Oh, honey, are you calling that a Titan? I suppose it is, but I mean, it's kind of like the, the lowliest excuse for a Titan, isn't it? I mean, that's like the people that get honorary degrees in it without ever doing any work. I mean, the university, they just feel like, I fucking need some funding. I know that person's a billionaire. They do a little bit. They've built a whole wing. We'll give you an honorary degree, yeah? That's what that seems like to me. But then I'm very biased, so. You are very biased. <laughs> Bearing in mind, it is the rock in which we are currently on, Liam. It's floating around <laughs> in a big universe. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't like to think of her as a titan. I'm sorry. I know you don't. That's why I thought I'd bring her up. <laughs> but yeah, she is quite uh, easy, isn't she? <laughs> She's very easy. And that's the question you asked me. Would you prefer me to say, oh, yeah, just go and speak to Kronos? That would be a great idea. You think that's some exactly of these are not ready for that? That is exactly what I was hoping for. Oh, I don't I think they're ready for that, Leo. This is the problem. Oh, I think, it, I think one or two already have conversations with such high-level beings, though. Our archivist, I think, didn't she speak to Kronos once? Yes. She was a bit freaked out by it, I think. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how I, how I feel about that one being the one you direct them all to, Liam. Okay. Now, some of the uh, some of these uh, titans seem to be related to kind of or thought about as a, a very old, you know, like the old guy that's always moaning about during the war and you kids don't know what you've got and all of that. And back in my day, it was lot, you know, the angry old man. Yeah, I'm not relating this in any way, shape or form to Kronos, by the way. <laughs> but you've got this kind of angry old fart, right? Um, a lot of the Titans, I think, seem to get that kind of a, a reputation. And I wonder why that is. Why is that? They all seem like they're they're unamused and bored and aren't interested. Alan Sugar types, yeah? Very simple, straight to the point. Got a lot of power, but they never seem to give you the time of day. They're not interested in these people, these magicians. Well, because, they don't, because they don't matter. This is the problem. They don't matter. You're right, they don't. But these people, these magicians and witches and stuff, they want to be granted an audience. They want to be taken seriously. Like the baby that throws his rattle out of the pram and says, I don't even want ice cream anyway. I don't like ice cream. Because you've told them they can't have any ice cream until they've eaten their main course. And they don't like it because it's got broccoli and cauliflower on it. Right? So these people, these great magicians of the future, 
Uh, why is it that they would want to deal with Titans to start with? What does one get from that? Because if they're if they're a bunch of old fuddy duddies and miserable, why would you want to deal with them? Well, what it comes down to for most people is they think there's more power there, don't they? That's yeah. the thing. So the problem that I often have is that people want to go to the source, don't they? And they think that's them getting to the source. Because mm. um, if I go for a pure energy, obviously it's got more punch. And you're kind of like, well, the purer it is, the harder it is to control, um, which is probably going to be a strange thing for people to to hear. Um, but I'm hoping you'll understand what I mean by that. Yeah, but they need to understand, Chris. This is a podcast. We're relaying information in audio format to a bunch <laughs> of people, but some of which we know, many of which we don't know. So if you need to put a little bit more effort in, then put a little bit more effort in, or we can move I, on. No, I do need to put more effort in. I'm just not sure quite how to phrase it. Um, the purer something is, the hard, the less characteristic it has. Does that make sense? Less character it has. Virgins are very boring, I'll give you that. <laughs> how did I know you'd say that? The... Um, because you're a so what we're, talking, <laughs> what we're talking about is the uh, is the pure the less telltale signs you've got of it being the thing you're looking for. So, because obviously, with you know, if we were to take the planets for example, everyone's got their own set of correspondence that they would apply to each of those. But let's face it, they never really experience it in their purest sense what they're realising is through a particular lens that they have, they are seeing it. So mm. if you then strip that back and say, well, actually, in its purest form, it is A, um, that has less tangibility to it because it doesn't have character. You can't apply correspondences to it because you're talking about something in its purest essence. And at that point, how do you direct something that you don't understand its nuance? Use a sigil. Is that the right <laughs> answer? <laughs> I get my book of sigils and seals and such, and I, I get the right astrological planetary day, and I get the right time based on the app, and then I light the right coloured candle and then I burn an appropriate incensed cone or stick that comes from China, right? <laughs> and then I ask for what I want to happen, and then I wait a week or two, and then I phone up the Thoth Witchcraft emergency line and say, I did this spell and I don't know if this worked. Can you tell me if this worked or not? <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Is that the, what we're supposed to do? Because yeah, that's what I feel the opera's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am talking about the ones that kind of go, I want to look at Pluto. Oh, don't start on Pluto. For fuck's sake. <laughs> and you're kind of like, why do you want to start at Pluto? I don't know. It, I want to start I'm not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> so now I want to do it. <laughs> 
Yeah, you don't need to be fully present, Chris. What are you doing? Come on. Sorry, I'm here, I'm here. We're talking about big level shit today, and we need your full undivided attention, at least one of you, your fun, <laughs> full undivided attention. I'm presuming the one that's currently here presently, that would be the <laughs> ideal one. But if you want to pull in any titans that you may or might not have been or have worked with previously or in the future or are currently working with, then please feel free. But I cannot guarantee the integrity of this live stream recording. <laughs> no, I don't think that's a good idea, Liam, at all. Um. Okay, sorry, get back on point. So yeah, people struggle with the idea and therefore, because that was the question, wasn't it, Liam? You wanted to know why people would even want to mess with these energies. So personally, I don't see why you would want to mess with them unless your plan is to create something anew. And by that, I mean brand new universes. Otherwise, what's the point of you messing with such a core energy, um, which is basically like me saying, Oh, you know, here's some modelling clay. No, I don't want to play with the modelling clay. I want some uranium. Um, is that is that a good enough, simplistic enough way of describing what they're talking about? That's really good. I like that. Do you like that one? Yeah, I do, yeah. There you go. I'm going to say you should probably stick with the modelling clay until you're sure what the modelling clay is. Um but the uranium is funky, and everyone says that it's, I'm not allowed to have it. So, yeah. So I think part of it is that. I think people don't spend enough time with the basics. And by the basics, I mean, you know, planetary. I don't mean, like, candle spells. Um, I mean the kind of proper intermediary <laughs> stuff. You mean... Spend a lot of time with the basics, by which you mean most people's ideas of complex, advanced forms of magic. <laughs> yeah. And then stay away from this stuff, which is the stuff that you'll be ready for eventually. Um, and that's not some gatekeeping bullshit. That is literally me going, okay, can you explain to me what a primordial energy is? Um, and I don't mean like the way that people say, um it's sympathetic magic isn't it like actually explain to me <laughs> what the actual thing is um you know and don't give me cop-out answers like time um which time is, complete... is but an illusion i knew that <laughs> because i read that in a self-help book i thought you were going to say fortune cookie then fortune cookie oh no fortune cookies don't have that great of content do they Right, so if this is the case, Mr. Chris, if it's the case that they need to leave the super witchy stuff um, alone for now, why is it that I know that you set homework, a basic piece of homework, which was to basically pull in a titan into someone's house because they thought the mood might be a bit better? I think it was something like that, wasn't it? You were trying to make the mood a bit better in the house or something, so you thought... I know what this place needs. Contact and pull in this Titan. <laughs> wasn't that a thing? That was a piece of homework you saw, I believe, wasn't it? <laughs> Not very long I ago. I can't remember that one. Oh, yes, I do believe it was for Anyanka, wasn't it? 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she can handle it. She can okay. handle it. So the only people that are allowed to work with the Titans are the people that you approve of. Is that correct? Basically, yes. Okay, right. So you're like the spirits of the crossroads for where uh, where Titans are concerned. Yeah. Yes. Is that what you're saying? I allow access. No oh. one else. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Honestly, I think we're running out of places to store your ego, Chris. <laughs> there is no end to it. It even is the, even the abyss could not contain it. It's trying to leak. Leak out. It tried. It tried for a thousand years. It couldn't hold on to me. <laughs> right. Okay. So I think that what most people think is. Whenever there's an obstacle, whatever it is, they think I need to overpower this obstacle. So they go up and up yes. and up the hierarchy or perceived hierarchy of spirits, gods, goddesses, energies, that sort of thing. And they arrive at some point with the upper, the gods, the greater gods who are superly powerful. And they get a no when they go to something. Mummy, can I have some more ice cream, please? No. No. So then what they think is they think, damn, the authoritarian will not let me have more ice cream and they have all the power. I know I'm going to go to grandma and grandma likes me, so <laughs> grandma will give me all the ice cream I want. And no, 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 no. And that's what they think. They think that as above, so below, because the grandma is, a, you know, not stern and spoils you in that, that she'll give you all the ice cream and not tell mummy and daddy you know that mummy and daddy really run the show but grandma i mean she's on a level on her own isn't she she's mummy and daddy's mummy or you would hope that she was one off mummy or daddy's mummy but who knows <laughs> stranger things have happened <laughs> It might explain why little Timmy has webbed toes. Who knows? Maybe mummy and daddy have the same mummy. I don't know. But anyway, we're going off on a tangent. Um, and sometimes granny and granddad are very stern and very strict. But sometimes my grandma and granddad are also like they spoil you rotten. And very a lot of the time you'll notice that that the parents always say, Granny and Granddad, Granddad, well, yeah, he was really stern when I was young. He used to eat all of the, my cousins, brothers and sisters and all that. And he was really, really strict. But now, obviously, Granddad, people don't have that impression of Granddad. Granddad's a bit of a soft, a bit crazy, okay. A bit kind of doolally. But at the same time, Granddad spoils us with all the Cadbury chocolate, you see. So, you know, mummy and daddy, they might be strict on mummy and daddy, but not the great grandkids, surely, Chris. Or maybe it is a grandma or granddad that is really strict on the great granddad. Maybe it is a grandma and granddad that say, well, you're not my kids, you're my grandkids. I ain't loyal to you, I'm loyal to my kids. You know? It might be some weird kind of thing that's going on. But how will these people be received by grandma and granddad? Which obviously is a... Um, we're infilling that as a substitute for Titans, Titan level things, yeah. 
Um, but in reality, it is very, very complicated, but we're trying to oversimplify it. And we've only got five more minutes of the regular edition of the podcast. So what mischief can we make and secrets can we reveal in five minutes, Chris? Primordial stuff. Because in the, in the Patreon, we'll have to talk about the pre-primordial. So the primordial as in before consummation, before you know, the deed, the creation of the universe. Because at the moment we're only dealing with Titans, Titan level, which is construction of universe, necessary for construction of universe. And maintenance, I guess. And maintenance, which let's be fair, Granny and Grandad, they're too old for maintenance. Normally, it's like Uncle John needs to do it because they're in their like fours and fifties. You know, the greater gods, they, 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 they generally do most of the work or they generally employ people to do most of the work. Or have more children. Or just have more children. I keep spitting out more ones. <laughs> okay. And the last part, I guess, before we go to there is perspective, I guess. Yes, our perspective is vastly different from a lot of people's. I do notice that. So you said something earlier today in something else you'd recorded talking about uh, essentially alliances. Oh, did I? Yeah, you said something about how some energies and entities will have a natural like or dislike to you. Oh, yes, I did. That was in the Not A Book review I did for the Arab Patel grimoire. Yeah. So you, you were talking about that, and I think it's one part when it comes to working with these energies, because let's face it, that's what they really want to know, is how can they get around working with these entities? Oh, yeah, they want to know how to get grandma and granddad to give them the ice cream that no one else will give yeah. them. But if you remember, you know, your nan and granddad, um, obviously it would be a case of there would be one or the other or both, if you were like me, who loved you more than the other, other's children's. Oh, um, controversial. So you'd, so you'd have that, you know, but that also depending on what your level of relationship that was already there with those existing energies. So you either, you know, you'd got the grandma that just loved you because you were grandchild, regardless of which one you were you know, abundantly loving regardless, but never really knew enough ab uh, much about you other than her observation. Mm. Whereas it might be granddad that you spent all the time fishing with or um, actually doing things with, but never actually talked. Mm. Um, and then it might be grandma that you talked to about your feelings. And the one that would tell you, no, no, you're perfect. Don't get, you know... You don't need to change. Everything else needs to change around the world, you know. So this kind of level of interaction that you will have with these entities will be based on what your pre-existing relationships are with these entities and plays a big part on what is allowed and not allowed when it comes to you going and going, I need more power for this or I need to know more about that will depend on how. 
Yes, but Grandma, as I remember, when she taught cooking and that, she was very clear and said, don't touch the stove, it's hot. So there is a certain amount of care with not letting people work with things that they're incapable of working with. Because they're, we laugh and a joke and a talk about, obviously, messing with the universes and, and stuff like that, and that no one really cares. But on the titan level there is caring on the titan level they do care they just care about stuff a lot less because for them to notice something something really big has to happen you know so i think they're willing to let you get away with them more but at the same time it's getting there it's getting to deal with them on that level because you have to be adept enough to understand how to do that and if you are, then you're going to have uh, knowledge and appreciation for what you can do and what you can't do anyway. Which mm -hmm. does stand to kind of reason as to what is this whole thing about with the ice cream? Why doesn't daddy let me have the ice cream? And why will nanny let me have the ice cream? Or granddad let me have the ice cream? Is it because ice cream is not good for me? Is it because they don't care? Or is it because daddy needs to fucking lighten up? Hmm. Mm. Interesting. But there we go. I think that is it for the regular edition of the No Holes Bar Witchcraft podcast. I hope we've given you food for four, and I do hope that food is ice cream. Um, if you want to listen to the extended edition where we go into a lot more interesting topics and further discuss this topic, then you need to get yourself on the Thoth Witchcraft Patreon which we are now on. We are now on the Thoth Witchcraft Patreon. So where are we going with this then? Is there anything else to discuss? Because I'm not entirely sure. I haven't seen this message request for this episode. So what do you think the person that asked for this episode wants to know? I imagine they want to know um, more about how to work with these entities. But, like I said, I think our understanding of what what they're for and this person's may be different. So one, one thing I kind of want to say is obviously, you know, if you're still at the point where you're doing um, spells in order to make somebody like you um, or get rid of the neighbour's dog, um, then that's not the sort of end that's not the sort of work that is going to interest anything on a titan level mm. you see i'd go a stage further and i say if you're doing any type of spells yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're probably not ready for it because <laughs> you should have left that you should have left that behind <laughs> you should be yeah. tweaking the raw energies like strings on a harp is what you should be doing hence the planets plucking them as need be to create a beautiful masterpiece and restructuring the sound in the room, the vibrations, the very vibrations in the room is what you need to master before you start moving on to other stuff. Yeah. I mean, learning spellcasting is like learning the recorder. And you can play some complicated shit on the recorder, but it is still a recorder when you you know compare the recorder to something really quite complicated like piano scales and stuff like that it's 
much more, you know, expressive, let's, let's just say, um, instead mm -hmm. of across buns. You know, because that's what they do in it. Oh, honestly, I was a child at school and they learned the recording. I could bear it. I can imagine a teacher. Imagine trying to teach year after year after year. People completely bastardize hot cross buns on a recorder. No wonder so many of these primary school teachers turn to drink. <laughs> so, yeah, so my, my kind of point is that until kind of taking that a little bit further and kind of saying until you're at the point where you understanding how to drive the entire orchestra yes. is when you should be then starting to think about primordial entities so the the big part for me is is these are engines of change and i mean big change not just kind of your basic trans transmutation we're talking about you know the the big stuff <laughs> the big regeneration the tampering with the the major systems is what you're going to want to borrow um energy from titans for um you know reshaping destiny or messing with the the cycle of reincarnation those are the sorts of things that you're going to be attempting to do if you're going to go and mess with titan level power um, or am I just being, am I just being gatekeepy there, Liam? Um, when you get past the minor gods, I think at that level, when it's greater gods or above, they already know what you're trying to do and whether it's going to work out or not, and whether they approve or not. So with the, I would say with the with the greater gods major gods, Zeus level, you know, type gods, you'll be told now, but you'll be told now because you're supposed to learn something from it. You're supposed to go through the rigor world. Yes, they can help you. Yes, they can do the thing for you. Sometimes they will. Sometimes they won't because they're very much like parents trying to teach, 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 right? At Titan level, I think that that teaching kind of or at least the doing for you often goes a little bit far further out of the door. I think if you're going to Titans, when I've ever worked with Titans, it's rarely will they ever do anything for you. Because they, it's kind of like, it reminds me a little bit of Thoth when it comes to Thoth with how he teaches and stuff, or how it teaches and stuff. It's kind of like, I've done the work, I've said what I need to say, I've done this. You're to do whatever you want to do to alter it. I make the car, you drive the fucking car, yeah? So normally it's cancel. I want to understand how to change the spark plug. Okay, well, I'll go to Zeus to change the spark plug, funnily enough. Um, but then things get a little bit more in depth, a little bit more powerful, stronger. You know, I want to literally be able to liquefy the engine metal and recast it a little bit outside of that then. If I want to understand the process of that, whether I want to do it or not, is besides the point. If I want to understand the process, I would go and do talk to the thing that did it in the first place, you know. There's engineers that build and change and fix, and then there's designers 
and designers is really what you're talking about to a certain extent when it comes to titan level stuff truly a great depth and when i've gone and enlisted the assistance with titans it's for council it's for i i'm gonna do this at the moment i thought i want to do this what am i fucking missing here what am i missing here and that's what you'll get you'll get the answers to what you are missing here you know generally speaking is the difference there is the mummy and daddy level it's no don't do that no you're not doing that you're prohibited from doing that whereas grandma granddad level is kind of like well this is how this works that's how that works and that are the potential for what to go wrong what's going to happen this is going to happen you know potentially this might happen if you do that remove that block well there's a story about block and how that block was made and blah 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 you know whereas normally with the kind of level that most people are talking about is a yes or a no it's a no you shouldn't do that that's naughty without much explanation almost like the fear of giving someone an explanation that they're incapable of fully understanding whereas with the titans i think as soon as you get an audience with them they talk to everyone in blase form pretty much because everything is below them they, they, there's nothing that you can go really and talk to a titan about that the titan hasn't already done known or talked to others about it's very boring they're like the school teacher that's been doing it for far too fucking long whereas when you've got the middle ground the greater gods you've kind of got the school teachers that have been doing it for a good few years now decade but they've still got We're some still interested they've still got some enthusiasm they've learned their flaws the way they like to teach and you know if they're a good one they're a good one if they're a bad one they're a bastard and then you've got the lower gods you've got the substitute teachers or the people that have just graduated they're super excited and happy but to be honest with you they confuse the fuck out of you because they give you too much fucking information and they're too fucking enthusiastic you know so there we go. I don't think that that really uh, reveals too much information. In fact, I don't think it reveals any information. And the people they make sense to probably already know what we've just talked about anyway. So, um, yeah, don't work with the Titans. Why don't you try working with the Titans? You can't work with the Titans. You can work with the Titans. You have worked <laughs> with them. You've never worked with them. Who fucking knows at the end of the day? It's all individualistic, hence why we like the one-to-one -one mentoring. Um, but their place, don't they? Titans have their place. Uh, but you're not going to pull the wall over their eyes. Don't believe in mythology, because most of mythology is bastardized water to dang crap. It's not really true occult teachings in the sense of opening one of these modern books up and it says exactly what it is on the page. You have to look a bit deeper. You've got to make sense. It's all very symbolic in depth and you've got to open it up. If Biff and Chip find a magic key, Biff and Chip have found a magic key in one of these basic ass children's books. But when there's a great um, folk tales and stuff which they're not actually saying what they're saying there's a hint at something this is the great language barrier that we tend to find within occultism because they think well zeus can overpower the titan that is a chronos because he did it before and we didn't misunderstand that as thinking well we'll go to zeus to defeat this 
energy, which might not necessarily be such a good idea, might not necessarily be accurate or even possible. Um, instead of really understanding what needs to happen for something else to happen. One person, in order for the prince to take the, the, the throne, the king has to step down or die. Yeah. What I find interesting, a lot of these um, storytellings, which should hint to you kind of what we're talking about here mm. um, and go back to what we said originally, which is you don't, they don't, you'll find in a lot of these stories, the Titans are never killed. Mm. They're imprisoned. Yeah. And the same, you'll find that across a lot of, um, a lot of different mythologies you will find mm -hmm. that the original deities, the ones that they are referring to as the, the originals, the, pri the primeval ones, are never killed. The reason being is because they're trying to tell you there that they're reliant on them for creation. So you don't kill them, you have to imprison them because, you know, because of how transformation works. If you were to kill them, something else normally um, scarier and larger will replace them. Um, what other aspect you know, of them? Because the biggest most yeah. people can cope with is just destroying an aspect of something anyway, let's be fair. And you might not necessarily like the aspect that replaces it. <laughs> but the focus is always in the wrong direction. You're listening to the wrong part of the story. Um, the importance is it's these are oral tellings. They're ways of for us to know the history, what order they came in. It's mm. not about necessarily their, um, you know, strengths and weaknesses. What we're talking about is the order, the genealogy of what's going on. Um, and that's where people get a bit lost because they think of history from a military point of view because that's how we do it yeah um, you know the victors write the stories um well obviously a victory is a very short-lived process um because there's always another battle to be fought whether or not you're aware of it at the time or not um so the that is a big part of and taking everything that you read with a pinch of salt um, you need to explore these energies in order to actually really understand them. Um, and also remember how, like we said before, and what Liam said earlier, is these are very individual understandings. This is your comprehension from your meat suit um, of what you're capable of comprehending. So, you know, there will be your version of what a lot of these minor deities look like. There will be your version of what you think is capable from the kind of greatest. What you'll probably find with the Titans, though, is that they overwhelm you sensorily. Mm. So with the Titan, it is a case of the understanding of them is so vast um, that you are starting to try and apply things that don't really apply because you're trying to force them into a smaller box so you can comprehend and look at it around the outside, which is what you would normally do with the layered, the, the lesser deities. 
because you can see all the aspects of them because you can just turn them around and look at them from all the different angles. Um, with the Titans, they tend to fill the vision so that you can't see it, their ends, if that makes sense. Did that make any sense at all, Liam? I or think it does, but people might need to mull that over and think about that. Um, I think that we should bring in a bit about the ages, like the age of Aquarius and TikTok clock and all that kind of thing, because people are exploring planetary magic and elemental magic and stuff like that, and people love this kind of idea of the ages and and things, and that, that can be mirrored in mythology and in the tales, the myths. Um, a solar system basis outside, further outside of the solar system moves slower around the sun, yes? So mm -hmm. the ages, slower, bigger, greater, energies, greater. Think about that in, in terms of applying your various levels, Titan level, greater God level, minor God level, all of that sort of thing, as ages and things like that. If Prometheus was banged, was he banged because he was overpowered or was he banged because that was necessary for that age? All of these stories, you know, the stories of mm -hmm. the great, a great power that is on the side of humanity's existence and ascension has mm -hmm. been banged for a certain amount of time. What does that mean for the greater universe or what does that mean for the world well how does that get reflected in the era or eras that we live in you know what happens when that suddenly becomes unbanked you know all of these things are just ways of trying to make a pretty little story out of basic concepts which are essentially structures structures of the universe and titans are part of the universe the underpinning part of the universe in fact titans realistically really what we're talking about is the greater gods being the foundation of the universe and the titans being the soil that the foundations are basically anchored to so that's another level in itself and then we haven't even got onto the fucking house yet that's all minor stuff there were gods and such the shape of what things look like but the structures that we need to understand uh, are necessary for you to really be able to do really big stuff, you know? Um, where else are we going with this then? I think very briefly, I don't know if this is helpful or not, but you'll be able to tell me whether or not it is. I think partly we need to talk about these kind of, we talk about masks and, and how um, deities present themselves. Um, and they tend to think of them as individuals mm. rather than thinking them of actually extensions. So, you know, or aspects, like you said, um, you know, you see that kind of lesser deity. But if you were to push through that lesser deity, you would find the the strings go back to the deity that's involved from it previously. And if you were to push further, further back, you would get to the the Titans to the point mm. that actually, if you followed a lesser deity's entity energy 
signature all the way to its individual sources, you will take all of them back in the same way that you would look at them um, if we were to talk about blood magic. Mm. Um, you know, there is that essence in the blood to every entity that follows that bloodline mm. from from start to end. And the same works with the deity level stuff. But where it stops off, which is kind of why I wanted to bring it up, Liam, where it kind of stops is that kind of Titan level. If you were to push beyond that, um, there kind of isn't anything. Um, because well, then we're starting to, you know, we're starting to talk big. about the it's too big for you to be able to even start to comprehend, which is what we and Liam would talk about as the true primeval, you know, primeval which or is primordial gods. Which is which basically if you're really trying to understand how what level we're dealing with, obviously we use the tree example. Well, all of the primordials, all of the titans, I should say, are and the greater gods and the minor gods and all of you and your lives and all of the animals and everything like that are just one branch. So to go beyond the titans is to understand that trunk of that tree you know and it can get complicated when you look at trees because some branches actually wrap themselves around other branches and some you know crisscross and stuff like that it very much depends on the tree doesn't it but it's extremely complicated but at the same time also deceptively quite simple um and that is don't run before you fucking walk which is exactly what everyone wants to do. <laughs> mm. But that's why we always have to bring things back to practically. Are there practical applications to work with Titans? Yes. Are you in any way, shape or form going to be able to do big level work before you can do the low level work? No, it don't work like that. That's not gonna happen, is it? You know? Yes, you can think that okay I'm a little bit strong with this planetary energy or that planetary energy or this or that and the other and I can do that sort of magic really easy but that other sort of magic is very difficult but we're talking about really bigger levels of stepping stones now you know we are talking about well yes you might get an all right with a couple of the minor gods and a couple of the greater gods but you can't just rely on that because your footing is going to end up getting very iffy, you know. You're climbing a one of those nice little climbing walls. All of a sudden, you run out of rocks, <laughs> and the rocks just get really fucking small and really fucking sparse. <laughs> and that's essentially what it is, because this is all just a ladder. You're working on the lower energies, which you give you when you are adept enough at working with those. That gives you a platform which to solidly stand on to get to the next level which you then work out your foot in and you you know work out being able to touch and hold and work with those energies and that when you've got enough of them becomes a strong foundation again for you to take the next rung of the ladder and then the next run of the ladder the titans are but one rung of the ladder it just happens to be the highest rung humanity as ever really tends to reference 
because I doubt you'll find much reference to the other stuff. Um, but certainly with mythology and stuff like that, the Titans are there enough for most people to be able to see if they're uninitiated and to understand a piece of if they're uninitiated. Beyond that, there's no hope of really understanding. You need to get up a couple of rungs of ladder. So what no, about... Think... The, sorry, we were going to promise that we were going to talk about the um, the tree trunk and beyond yes. the Titans, um, which I get that that's kind of completely the opposite of what we just said, which is that you can't really dumb that down but finish what you were gonna say and then give us a little snapshot something that we people can file away and copy and paste mm. well this was the thing i was trying to think of a way that we can kind of bottle this down um and kind of you know drain it out um and obviously whoever uh, the person who obviously asked for this um if we didn't go far enough which i guarantee we did um but whether or not we went to where you wanted us to go just let us know what those things are we can always do a follow-up one um but essentially when we get to this point when we're starting to talk about trunks um we're starting to talk about the underpinning of the entire system mm. so at this point you're talking about universes come and go mm. titans come and go um but there is something underpinning that to control the entire wheel. So we often use the um, like the Kabbalic Tree of Life to kind of give you an idea of that. That shows you the kind of um, the macrocosm within the, the the microcosm. But it is only supposed to show you the level of understanding that humanity gets to. Yeah. So, that is the kind of this is what mo the average person should be able to comprehend now i just insulted lots of people intentionally because the average person should be able to understand that that kind of tree of life is is there to break that down so that you can as a non-practitioner understand how the universe is operating the you know the operate how the operating system of this works so when it comes to the trunk part, what we're talking about is um, what is holding all those individual um, trees of life individually. Because if you obviously to look at a tree and the formation of the tree, every going from those tiny, tiny little kind of buds, if you start to go each version as the perspective of that tree looks like a tree. You know, if you were to zoom in and mm. orientate the branch, the branch looks like a tree. It's only when you realise it's connected to, you know, a greater branch that you mm. kind of go, oh, wait a minute. These are little trees on top of a slightly bigger tree. And then when you get to the trunk and start to look at the trunk, you then kind of go in, wait a minute. These trees on trees are on trees. Um, and then to completely blow your mind um, you can then look at its root system and kind of go actually if i turn this tree upside down um suddenly there's another tree attached to the bottom of the tree so if you start to think of that of what i'm trying to explain there is that it's all about perspective 
And as the perspective change happens, you understand how li little you know, kind of like when we talk about how when you go from kind of little school to big school and you kind of learn about things that are solids, liquids and gases, and then you kind of go to the next level and you're like, oh, you know, those solids, liquids and gases, they're all made up of molecules. Um, and then you're starting to go through that kind of process. Then you go up to big, you know, college and you're starting to go, OK, now you need to understand what atoms are. Um, and then you get to university level and they kind of go, atoms don't exist. We just tell you those because that's the only way you can comprehend what we're talking about. Um, the tree is exactly that. You kind of push and push and realise actually what you thought you were talking about was the tree is actually only a sub branch. Um, and you don't know nothing about no roots. Um, so, you know, this is what we're kind of talking about is that kind of taking that back to the level of comprehension that you're able to actually have. I'm not expecting you to understand those things until you've played with the little branches. You'll then start to realise, oh, OK, I understand the little branches now. So let's go and, and see what the main branch looks like. Um, and at that point, you'll be able to try and push in different directions and see the impact of what's going on. And if you think of them um, from those kind of stages of, of levels of deity or levels of spirits, you will start to see how big is their perspective and what, therefore, what level of influence do they have? Because that's what it comes down to, is the wider the perspective that you actually have and the knowledge base that you have, um, the easier things are on the kind of smaller levels, you know? There's a reason why spirits are not a problem for even psychics to deal with, really, if they tried. is because they don't actually exist big enough for them to have any real impact. So, you know, and therefore when you go to the next level and the next level, the lower levels become less of a problem. So I don't know if I've gone off too often a tangent there, Liam, but I think I explained that. Yes. So to tie this all back, obviously creation must be separate from other forms of creation, because creation is the all, is everything, yeah? But if there's stuff outside of the all and outside of everything, then there not, must be something keeping it apart or keeping it in some kind of stasis or keeping it there. Now, what we need to understand is that, and science understands this, even if scientists individually don't, is that everything is logical and organic and organic because it kind of does, it grows, it moves according to the laws and structures of the universe. And the universe is no different than that. Everything makes sense. You can logically understand it. Um, it just depends on your comprehension and how much you know about a certain thing. You will discover that there are blocks. Why is that doing that? I don't understand how that's possible. Well, that's because you don't understand the process. You thought you understood the process, but now you don't understand the process because actually there's more to the process than you originally thought. We find this in science all of the time. And we try to teach and help people create a structure that enables their paradigm to shift 
and shatter and a new paradigm to take its place so that they get smarter and wiser and stronger and more powerful and more able. And if you want to do that, then you need to have some kind of system that's able to expand like that, your knowledge and understanding. And you are limited to what you or your own mind is capable of, realistically. And that limitation, whether it's preset, very much depends. I mean, it could be preset from an organic perspective in a mundane way, but at the same time, if you manage to get to the level of undoing that and changing that, then technically it's not preset because then you can alter it and upgrade the RAM and the processor and all that. So it's all very, very complicated. But that is it for this episode of the No Holds Barred Witchcraft podcast. I hoped you enjoyed it. Goodbye, everyone. Go on, I don't know why you're still listening. Haven't you got better things to do? You know, you could go and do like some actual magic or something instead of listening to me talk now, because literally that's it, the episode's over. I don't think they're listening, Chris. Tell them to piss off. Fuck off, bitches.